0: Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. And in this edition of the podcast, I want to pay tribute to a man who's writing and who's speaking had such an influence on so many people within the Jewish community and beyond the Jewish community. I'm speaking of Rabbi Harold Kushner, Zichon Oli who passed away this past week. I posted on my Facebook page and on my website, a sermon that i had given based upon his book rabbi kushner's book when bad things happen to good people you can find my website at rob doberson and you'll see uh, the this sermon there the sermon was delivered in 2008 on yom kippur prior to the yizkor service the memorial service and it was for in recognition of the 30th anniversary of the publication of this book. Rabbi Kushner's ideas, which I talk about in the sermon, really boil down to the fact that he came to believe in a God who was not all-powerful, because he wanted desperately to believe in a God that was good, and in the goodness of many people he knew, including his son, who had suffered a tragic death at a young age due to a horrible illness, He wanted to believe that his son was a good person and didn't deserve any punishment. And he wanted to believe that God was good and didn't mete out punishments to people just on the basis of a whim. And therefore, he had only to conclude that, in fact, he believed that God was not all-powerful and that the best way to understand when bad things happen, happen to good people is to imagine that God is crying along with those who are suffering. It's a different way of looking at theology. It doesn't work for everyone, but it certainly works for many people. I remember my mother having read the book saying, now I feel like I can believe in God. And not that she didn't before, but she could believe with a full heart. Now you don't have to accept Rabbi Kushner's theology to recognize that this is one way of answering this question which Jews and people of faith of all religions have wrestled with for for millennia. How is it that bad things happen to good people? And how can we still believe in God when those things happen? Jewish tradition, as I spoke about in my sermon, some people will say, well, we don't understand God's ways. Or some people will say, we don't know what is good for us. Or some people will say that that punishments occur when we don't uh, observe ritual traditions seriously enough and carefully enough. I find that to be an abomination when people say that. But we hear people say things like that. And Rabbi Kushner's answer, again, may not suit everyone, but at least it addresses one way of looking at this issue. Of course, the problem is, can you believe in a God? You know, is it worthwhile to believe in a God who is not all-powerful? And I talk about that in the sermon, and I urge you to read his book, even before you read my sermon. But that was not the only book that Rabbi Krishna wrote. He wrote also other books, and the one that I want to refer to is a beautiful book called The Lord is My Shepherd, which is dealing, excuse me, healing wisdom of the 23rd Psalm. He speaks about the psalm, The Lord is My Shepherd, I Shall Not Want, and he takes a chapter to describe, to discuss each of the phrases, each of the verses in the psalm. And the one that I want to refer to in particular is a fantastic story that he tells, and it in the it is in the chapter which deals with the verse, "Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me." And I'm going to quote from this book. I had just completed the graveside funeral service for the elderly mother of a congregant. when a man came up to me, identified himself as a friend of the man whose mother had died, and said, quote, "When I listened to you recite the twenty third psalm at the graveside, I finally understood one line of it that I had never understood before. It's the one about, quote, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I never knew what that meant before, but now I think I get it. I'm a businessman, he went on. If I have a problem with one of my suppliers, I call the president of the company to straighten things out. But I usually don't get to talk to the president of the company. I usually end up speaking to a member of his staff who tries to make me feel better. I think that's what the psalmist say. When people on earth have problems and they call out to God, God doesn't intervene himself. He sends a member of his staff to do the comforting. I see you as part of God's team sent to comfort people and make them feel better when they are hurting. Rabbi Kushner goes on to say that was flattering, of course, but not what the psalmist had in mind when he wrote that line. Of course, the psalmist didn't have that in mind. The word staff has those two meanings in English, but not in in Hebrew. And the staff that was being spoken of in the psalm is, of course, the shepherd's staff, which keeps the sheep in line and, in essence, guides them in a particular direction. But as much as he dismissed that story as being flattering but not the point of the psalm, it perhaps is the point that one is left with after listening to his theology, after reading this book. And I think that so many of us were in fact influenced by when bad things happen to good people, to think about our lives as rabbis in this particular way. That is to think of us, not just rabbis, but everybody in a community, everybody of whatever faith, everybody in whatever situation, as potentially being part of God's staff. The ones that represent God on earth, the ones that do the things that God would do if God were able to do them. And this is really the source and the understanding for that wonderful midrash, which I know I've quoted many, many times in the course of this podcast. And we read in the traditional text, as God visits the sick, so do we visit the sick. As God comforts the bereaved, so do we comfort the bereaved. As God uh, uh, feeds the hungry, so do we feed the hungry. And in that particular Midrash, the the emphasis is showing how there are traditions that God performed all of these actions in the time of the Bible. God visited the sick. According to tradition, God visits Abraham after his Brit Milaz, ritual circumcision, to initiate the tradition of Bikor Cholim, of visiting the sick. As God clothed the naked, so should we clothe the naked, God clothed the naked, giving Adam and Eve the fig leaves in the Garden of Eden. And it goes on from there. But the truth is that what God might have been said to have done in the time of the Bible and in the description of the Bible is not the way we see in the world today. We see it as indirectly, as God indirectly clothing the naked or feeding the hungry or comforting the bereaved. A person who is in that situation, let's talk about comforting the bereaved, may feel God's presence, but they feel God's presence most directly when people are there to ease their suffering, to give them comfort, and to do so in a way which makes people realize that the world is full of caring people and that, in fact, God has created caring people. God has created people with the ability to be compassionate, the ability to care. There are many questions that one can ask about Rabbi Kushner's theology, as expressed in "When Bad Things Happen to Good People," and I come up with some of the questions in that sermon, and I do again urge you to read it. But really, the bottom line is that whatever we believe about God, we do not, as Jews, believe that it is our place to stand back and let God handle it, whatever the handle, it, whatever situation needs handling, whether or not. God can directly do these things, heal, he, uh, heal the sick or comfort the bereaved, or whether that's just something in our own minds that helps us understand the actions of human beings who do it, whichever it is, the bottom line is that we need to be part of God's staff and we need to be the ones who brings God's power <clears throat> excuse me into the world in a comforting, supportive, loving, and compassionate way. May the memory of Rabbi Harold Kushna Nesihon Oliver Vracha be for a blessing. And until next time, thank you.